glass sliding door of the van, and there's like four high school kids with no pants on just like sitting there. And the first thing he says is, Jesus, what are you boys jacking off in here? Right? And we're like, not yet. You know, I mean, kind of fucking ruined that. And so uh, the, there was two kids named Casey in the van, and the other one, uh, <laughs> Casey, uh, his dad was our high school's dare officer. And uh, they took us all, yeah, they took us all out of the van. They made Casey put his pants back on. They searched him, and in his pocket was a baggie with, uh, like, three sugar cubes with LSD on it. And the cop pulls this out of his pocket, and he goes, hey, why do you have sugar cubes in your pocket? Are you a diabetic? And he said, like an idiot. Like, yeah, you're diabetic, you fucking moron. Like, what are you doing? So they took us. So, <laughs> yeah, so there's like the Snoqualmie County Sheriff, which, I mean, it took those guys two seasons to figure out who killed Laura Palmer, right? So they don't, they don't know, <laughs> they don't know shit. And uh, <laughs> uh, the Washington State Patrol, and they take us, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so these two, like, these three fat cops are standing there, and me and my buddies are all on acid, and we're like, dude, this is pretty fucked, and we're in the back of the car at one point, and my buddy Vince has, like, an Instamatic, like, paper camera, remember those? And he's like, hey, do you want me to take your picture? And we're like, no, sh- please stop. He's like, I said I'm sorry, and he keeps taking our pictures, like Pee Wee Herman, and so we all climb up this hill, and this big fat cop goes, any of you boys running, I'm shooting, which is not something you want to hear when you're on acid. And they, they took Casey, his dare officer parents had to come get him, and they put him in the holding cell, and we're all kind of standing there. And I'm like, I'm going to this bathroom. Looks like the bottom of a swimming pool, you know, just frying balls, right? And we look, and there's a tiny window. Casey's sitting there at the window. He's like, you got you to gotta help me. Like, you know, he's just freaking the fuck out. And the only thing I could say was, you should have been fucking diabetic when you had the chance, you fucking moron. Uh... So none of that went on my permanent record, but that's all I have. Thank you guys so much. That was fun. Jeremiah Coughlin, everybody. Keep it going for him. Guys, that has been the 9 o'clock show. Thank you so much for coming. Give it up for all the comics you saw. Give it up for yourselves. And please stick around. Uh, there is a 10 o'clock show. It's called the Underwear Show. Stick around if you want. Take care. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I'd bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Listen to the weekly review with 
Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as my feelings over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase. And have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me fine every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday, noon to 2 p.m.
my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean... If anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Dastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pam Tastics deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to ten p.m. And I laugh because five dollars—I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitable. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. Roxy Roller in the house, doing the uh, 259 dash across town, working hard on those. Let's get this shit shut, shut. Where is this shit? Okay, thank you. All right, well, we're here with the uh, Saturday edition. As always, it's a Saturday edition, I imagine. So we did it. You know, uh, it was one of those things, you know, you can't wake up in San Francisco. It's the city of the damned. It's the city of uh, dreams that never end. The nightmare you never wake up from. No, I'm feeling good today. So we're, we're here. We're quick. We're used to it. I've got this cable again I said I wasn't going to use because it crackles, snaps, and pops. Uh, the number over here is 415-550-0511. The address here is 2781 21st Street at Florida. You know I keep an open-door policy. If you guys want to come down and watch the show live, heckle, or, or throw t- bring some tomatoes, some eggs, throw them at me, but don't, then you're going to have to clean it up. If you throw it at me, you're going to have to clean up the mess. It's just the way of the world, you know. You got to just be responsible, accountable for your own bullshit in life. So I'm accountable for my bullshit this morning. I slept late, you know. We walked all the way over to Noe Valley last night. It was like kind of raining and cold. We had some friends. We went and had some foe that was like, Fuh. so hot it just burned my butthole on the way out. But it was burning my mouth on the way in, which was even worse. I couldn't eat shit, so I had to order like a whole other plate of noodles. They charged me like 12 bucks for it, like noodles on the side. Because, like, everything costs a million dollars here in San Francisco, right? A million and one dollars. So we ate up a couple minutes. You know, we were doing, we were racing over here. You know, we woke up at 2.45. I'm not going to lie. That was all right. 2.45 is not that bad. You can imagine, like, you wake up at 3.45. Then you'd really be fucked, right? So I got great music for you today. Today we're going to be doing glam rock. Now, we're not going to be doing glam rock like uh, Cinderella, Poison, uh, I guess you can call Bon Jovi glam rock, that butt rock. No 80s shit. We're not going to play anything from the 80s. Just the 70s, the original wave. There might be like one thing that was from the 60s. I can't promise you one way or another. I can't. But I'm going to have to probably just go straight to the phone. I'm going to do stuff off my phone, and then we're going to go. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a, a piss. <laughs> and we're going to go, because, you know, I drink coffee. We're trying to do this. We're like... We're all, like, stressing out, you know, just trying to get over here so we 
do the show the way we want to do it for you people. So what are we going to do first? But I got some great music. I got obscure things, and I've got some three-song blocks from some established artists such as Roxy Music. We got fucking T-Rex. We got Bowie. We got um, a lot of bands like that. Gary Glitter, I know. I know. I know. You know what? Maybe we'll, we'll skip the Gary Glitter. That's what I heard. I don't know. Gary Glitter, what happened with that guy? You know, he was like, do you want to touch me there? I don't know if I do, really. I mean, it's what's what what what's going where are you gonna touch me, right? You're like, oh God, Gary Glitter, why? And then you got you know what's funny is that Gary Glitter, because of like his image, is uh you know really kind of maligned as maybe he should be. I I think that they found, you know, when you, you bring your computer into some guy and then you got a bunch of child porn, hey, it's gonna come and bite you in the ass. You know, we we can't just like worry about that shit. The glam boys, generally, we're probably fucking. Having sex with, and we've got some New York dolls, you know. I mean, I've got some great glam, and I've got some really obscure glam that's going to be like just really rock you guys' socks. If you love glam, if you love rock and roll, you love Roxy Roll. <laughs> that's like two. And then we're going to, like, after this, I go to get to go straight over to Eyes Like Ice Rehearsal, which is with Danny Canope from the band uh, Roadside Memorial. We got a new band. We got Cameron Landers from the band. Uh, Eyesores on drums. He was also in Rock and Roll Villain Society. That was Radio Star SF before that with Jay Schuyler. Um, and then we're going to have, oh, yeah. This is, the, this is, so I don't even get a break here. I go from basically rolling out of my bed. I'm wearing a T-Rex shirt, you know, just in case you guys want the visuals. We're going to try to actually, you guys keep it, keep it cool here. Check out, if you're on my Facebook, we're going to try to get Facebook Live and have part of the show up on Facebook Live right today. So you're going to get to see Uni Radio. If you've never been down here, you're going to get to see the station. And, uh, you know, we're going to get that punched up. Oh, God. And then we're going to have Kay Dolores from the band Suicide Queen, I think, going to be sitting in with uh, Ice Like Ice. So this is a very exciting day. This is like this is like a super group. This is a titan group. You know, me, Danny, and, and Kay on the same stage. That sounds like about just, I can't even imagine how sexy that's going to get. But I, I kind of can't imagine how sexy it is. It's going to be hella sexy, right? You know, you know, you know how it goes. You know, when you're sexy, you might as well just flex. I think we're gonna have Kelly Gordon coming in here. We're gonna have Albert Felix, and uh, Danny Canope's arch nemesis. Uh, he thinks Danny's kind of butt rock. You know, I don't know what his issue with Danny is. Danny's a good guy. He's crazy like me uh, and you. If you're listening to the show, you got to be crazy, right? Okay. Well, now that we got that established, we're gonna have the lovely, the talented Barbara Coke. The, uh, the sheath for my knife. Uh, the love gun. Okay, we go, since we got there, we, we're feeling good about that. You know, I'm just going to go straight to this computer while I talk to you. I'm, I'm multitasking now, you know, because I don't give a fuck. You know, you, you want to you wanna like it? There she is, the lovely, the talented Barbara Coke. She's got, uh, she, she's the, like I said, she's the sheath to my knife. Uh, the, uh, yeah, she does sound good, doesn't it? Why don't you help me out here? Make yourself useful. No, um, I'm going to do, let's see, updates ready to install. It's Apple, first of all, let's start there. Because, you know, like, even though I just got pelted with this, yeah, you go ahead, you do some tech shit here. No, that's cool. Can you punch up? No, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, do it. Hey, uh, so she's going to get settled. i got to take a piss like a motherfucker, because, you know, I just, I don't even know what to do here. What should we punch up? We should punch up something. But, you know, the updates from Apple, like, what's up with that? And then we also have the scandal. That happened with YouTube, where, uh, no, not YouTube, but Facebook, where they were basically stealing a lot of information from a lot of people, which is totally uncool. What's wrong with you people? Like, we, you know, the information's out there. 
nobody has to feel like you're being invaded just because you're using social media. You know, like this is something that's supposed to be fun. It's something supposed to be there for us, not for them. Obviously, the reptilians, the Scientologists, the Illuminati are, are, are alive and well. And they're just basically invading your personal space. And at the same time, what happens when they do it? Nothing. What's going to do? Does anybody lost their job or like? So they know what you're doing. So what? Like, what are you going to do? Whine about it? Cry about it? If you want to, go crawl under a rock and just stay there. Because really, like, in, in a sense, if you're worried about the new world order, if you're worried about what's coming out in these modern times, you really are. It's like it's like going into the fear. If you're worried about it, you're you're basically they prey on fear. If, uh, fear. If you know fear, you know doom, and you're doomed. You basically have to be fearless and just say, you know what? Go ahead. Don't just gather the information. Just, just eat it up, you little assholes. And then basically you're free. You don't even have to worry about it because after that it doesn't really matter. They're not going to do shit. What are they going to do to you? What, are they going to eat your asshole? I mean, like, really. Nothing's going to happen. Now I could play some Todd Rundgren here because he was kind of clam for five seconds, you know. I don't know. I'm just kind of like trying to do two, three things at once. Let's see. We're going to punch up a song so I can do, go take a piss because, you know, you guys can feel my teeth are swimming over here. Okay, Teardrop Explodes, Tammy Wynette, I'm just going down the list. T-Rex, here's T-Rex. We can start with T-Rex. I already got some T-Rex planned, so I'm going to do something a little different. Susie Quattro, let's go there. You can open up with Susie Quattro every day of the week, and it will work, in my opinion. Susie Quattro was one of the great rockers. You know, she got shanghaied into a career move that you almost couldn't blame her for doing, right? The mainstream, happy days. At the same time, it's like it kind of sucked, you know, when she was on there. She made a fool of herself, and it was kind of like... Uh, basically made herself not invalidated her, her her street cred. There's a great song called 48 Crash. And I'm just going to play this motherfucker cause I, I, just because I can. Let's see if I can find a cable here. Let's, uh, let's roll down here. Let's do <laughs> From the depths of the world, from the depths of the vagina of rock. And uh, you know what? Um, what's not a crime? What were we going to say? Finger banging is not a crime. Either is uh, uh, wanking on your wiener. You know, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to stop you. It's your penis. So, uh, uh, speaking of penises, uh, we're going to speak, uh, I don't know, Tony Braxton. How did I get there? That's not cool. No bone. What, we got Russian roulette? Uh, you know, we're, we're lords in the new church glam. In some ways they were, right? I mean, in some ways, right? They were goth and they were glam. They were really a unique band among bands. But we're going to do this. We're going to go can the can. Roxy Roller, she did the song Roxy Roller. Should we start there? Okay, we're going to go with the Susie Quattro version of Roxy Roller. We got the, the, those things up. We're ready to go. I'm going to play this. I'm going to take a piss, and then we're going to punch up my set list, which is so exciting. We got some, We got Brett Smiley. We got uh, bands that I've never even heard of. And, in fact, I really don't even know what I'm going to be playing yet because I haven't even heard the songs. I, I picked out a bunch of stuff. No I, I, no, I heard it. I heard it. It was great. It was so great. And it's real glam. So uh, what else is going on? You know, just I, I just I feel like I gotta just touch on this again. We're gonna have, uh, as far as our guest today, we're gonna have Albert Felix from the uh, Batcave Society. He's also uh, in my partner in Vampire Radio, which will be on the first of this month. Hopefully, we're gonna have a band this week because I really want to have somebody. Uh, we're thinking about doing the Eyesores. They have a show afterwards at the Stork that night. Oh, and tonight I want to talk about one show. There's Andreas Lopez, the very extremely handsome, the extremely talented. Andreas Lopez, uh, he was in a lot of bands, okay, he was in Letterform, 
Kelly Gordon had to go to the bank. I wonder why. I think he wants to uh, pay me for my sexual services. Uh, well, yeah, you'll get none and you'll like it, pal. Okay, where are we going here? Let's turn this shit up. I got nothing going on. What's going on here? And it had... That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Okay, so we got nothing going on. It's, it's plugged in. Nothing's happening. This sucks. Okay, what we're going to do is... Uh, First of all, we're going to turn off the uh, nighttime playlist because this is what you guys have to listen to when we have no DJs here. And uh, I, I feel sorry for you. If, you, if, you're, if you're listening, to, uh, if you don't have a live DJ at, at Mutiny, you can still listen. I mean, I'm not going to stop you, but no, try to get it. Well, get out of here. Get, get, just, just, just go. Okay? We're not going to worry about this. We're going to go straight to YouTube. And we're going to, oh, you know what? We'll just punch up a song and then we'll just go to the rest of it. Bar, I got to piss so bad. Okay, you go, hurry up in there. Okay. I'm just going to punch up a song. What song do you guys want to hear? What, what, what defines glam for you? Well, what is glam? Because glam was like kind of this thing about androgyny, which like is a term that nobody actually even brings up anymore. And it's kind of a shame. I don't know. I'm going to punch up something just out of the blue. Uh, I don't know what. But I'm going to do it. Now, maybe we should do Hanoi Rock. Let me do, I'll, I'll punch up Susie Quattro. Susie Quattro, there she is. We got Can to Can. We got, uh, oh, Can to Can's cool. I just got to piss so bad. Come on, Bar, get the fuck out of there. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to play some uh, Susie Quattro. I'm going to shut the fuck up for five minutes, and then we're going to work our shit out. You know what I mean? We're going to work it out real good. Okay, Bar, I'm about to piss my pants. Get the fuck out of there. Do it. Goddamn, girl, I'm going to lose my mind. Yes, I got to go. I'm doing it. Hear that?
that's just great. I just signed out, so we just that's that that just ended. You know what? It's like it was not a blip in the radar. Oh God, please, just let's let this end. Right, Mercury retrograde's in full effect here, and I'm about to puke in my mouth. You know, I'm just about over this shit before it even started. Right? Okay, I gotta turn this shit off because it's gonna make me throw up. You know, like like Susie Quattro kind of sucked part of the time. You know, let's 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 face it. She did kind of. I came. I didn't even have any breakfast. Okay, here we go. Okay, well, everything's gonna work though. Here we go. Devil Gate Drive. Right. Devil Gate Drive. Devil Gate Drive. Yeah. I'm feeling it. You know, like this is like not working. Here, let's go this way. If you're not listening to this and there's any problems, you're not listening to the Roxy Roller Show. Somebody keeps flipping these switches, you know, fucking my shit up. Not happy about it at all. Okay, where are we at? 48 crash. That's cool. Devil Gate Drive, right? Now we're back at Devil Gate Drive. This is great. You know what? I'm going to stop the Susie Quattro bleeding right now. We're just going to go there. Oh, God. This is cool. You know, the original Quattro band was like fucking legit cats. I thought it was really cool the way they did that. You know, like she had like some really great musicians backing her up. Uh, and like I said, she went up to the Happy Days thing in the middle of the 70s. You know, like the, the glam revolution was kind of ending. And like that was it. So we got enough Susie and the Quattro in to last a lifetime, I think. I'll never play her again because uh, I just wore it out right just then and there. So now we're up. We're ready to roll. And we, you know what? It's 422. And if you ain't smoking weed, you better smoke some weed because you're about to hear some great music. Uh, have yourself a nice adult beverage. Um, you know, we're just doing the best we can. You know, I got to go straight from here into the next session, which I'm not fucking happy at all about. You know, that'd be like my friend Kelly said, I was, should be in here uh, shortly. He said, uh, you know, uh, that's a great problem to have, you know, when you just got a lot going on in your life. And I say, that's great if, if you can actually cover it all, if you physically feel well. You know, city people have been sick for a long time. You know, uh, hey, if you want to come down here to Mutiny Radio, they've got uh, the, the work of Jenner Davis. She, she did a photo session for 
beat hooking the vital organs back in the day, which turned out pretty fucking good. It wasn't, you know, it was like we didn't have the best lighting. And, you know, lighting's really important in photography. So, you know, where are we going to go? We're going to start off, you know, I, I think I'm just going to go straight to T-Rex. You know, like, where are you going to go? I have the shirt on today, so I'm, I'm rocking, I'm representing. We're going to go with 20th Century Boy, and we'll take it from there. It's not even, like, do you know what? I can't even get it in the beginning of the song, you know what? This is like, this is just so counterproductive here, you know? I just really ready, just like, Mercury Retrograde can suck my fucking left nutsack. Okay, we're going to just start it again. You know, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to go to another song just because we heard a little bit. We're going to go straight to the top. Everything, like, let's take a deep breath together. Collective. <sighs> now touch yourself wherever you make me feel a little bit better. For me, it's in, in my right ankle. I don't know why. I have a little, just like, it's, like, it's my safe spot. It's my, it's my happy place. I'm going to just go ahead and do it. Here we go. I'm going to hit play, and we're going to go straight forward into a totally professional totally amazing show <laughs> and it's going to be so good that you're going to be crying with delight and I, you know when you're crying with delight that means that you're really fucking happy okay i'm gonna smoke some weed in the meantime just to cool out 20th century boy t-rex
was cool. You know, maybe we'll do a little bit more uh, Gary Glitter here. This original Rock and Roll Part 1. You know, which is like, you don't hear that much. They usually do for sporting events. It's Rock and Roll Part 2. So we're going to do like a two-song block with there. With T-Rex, we started out. And we're going to go to Gary Glitter. We're going to mix it up. We're going to kind of bounce around a little bit. So just dig this. Like, I haven't even heard this that many times. But I remember it. But, I, but it's not like one of those songs I heard a million times. So dig on this Gary Glitter. And uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. was so good. We're going to go ahead and just uh, go straight to it. You know what? I'm going to go on Facebook Live now. We're going to do this. Create live broadcast. Let's just do this. We're just going to do it. Let's go. Go live. All right. We're live. So everybody check it out. We're live on the air. So if you guys want to check this shit out, we're doing it. We're doing, keeping it real. I don't know. We're here with uh, Rock and Roll with uh, Gary Glitter. So everybody wants to check this shit out. You know, we're live in the studio. And we're listening to uh, Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2. I think we're going to do a fade on this, right? We've heard enough Gary Glitter. What do you guys think? Must smoke some weed. You know, I, I don't give a fuck. Mm, delicious weed. 
I love weed. I got my T-Rex shirt here. If anybody's not to check that shit out. Rock and roll, yeah. You know, we're gonna just, uh, we're checking it out. Hey, Russell, what's up, dude? Russell breeding up uh, on the air and checking this shit out. You know, we got a lot of fucking great songs gonna come uh, there here. We got the glam happening. This is the first time getting to see Mutiny Radio here. You can see a little bit of We got the records. We got Jesus behind me. It's all right. Hey, I don't worry about Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love you, Russell. And, uh, you know, everybody just kind of like, what kind of glam did I not play or should I play that you guys want to hear? I'm not saying that I didn't get all the glam that you could possibly ever want, but we've got some great stuff. And we got here, like, check it out. This is kind of cool. Rock and roll. You know, it's kind of funny, like, when I think about sporting events. Uh, okay, you know, I've got the music in the headphones. Let's see if you guys got it out with the headphones off. We're going to go turn the music up so you can hear the music with the uh, with the bullshit. So everybody keep it here. Keep it real. Hey, Tony uh, Twin Joint. Thank you. Everybody coming in. Russell Allen. Hey, what's up, buddy? It's cool. You know, we're here on the air. We're playing Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2. Everybody go over to Mutiny Radio on your computer. Um, it's, wow, this stuff's loud. I'm going to turn this. I'm going to play Where are my headphones going? Where are my goddamn headphones going? Turn that shit down. Goddamn boy. Oh, there we go. Hey, so if you guys aren't listening to the show live, it's over there at uh, www.pcrcollective.org. Listen to it on your computer because for some reason the, the signal's not as loud seemingly or working uh, when um, you try it on your phone. We're going to turn this back shit back up because i got to hear the music and feel it. You know, that's all there is to it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, there it is. Oh, nice. And so, hey, we're just doing the show here live. This is Mutiny Radio. we got Jesus. We've got a brown boss body bag, and we got the clock on the wall telling us we got about an hour and a half of rock and roll, glam rock coming your way. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be fun. And I'm excited about it. You know, I've got a lot of obscure things happening here. You know what? Gary Glitter. I think we heard enough Gary Glitter, right? I mean, Gary Glitter just, you know, what was what was his deal anyway? God damn. Okay, so we're going to just kind of put a little stop on there. So we listened to T-Rex. That was uh, 20th Century Boy. A bunch of bands have covered it. Um, we also had Gary Glitter's, uh, do you want to touch me there? Uh, you know, what can you say about that one? Right. I don't even know what to say. I really, I'm just kind of like, you know, but it's funny that like kind of Pete Townsend gets a free pass. Like you could play the who anytime you want. And nobody's like, Oh, you're playing a pedophile. It's terrible. No, they're just like, go ahead, play the who mama's got a squeeze box. She wears on her. I don't know. And then, but we had that, we had uh, do you want to touch me? And also rock and roll part one and part two. And it's kind of funny, like, a lot of sporting events have people, like, you know, there's We Are the Champions, We Will Rock You, Queen, right? I'm sure there's, like, uh, you got another thing coming, Judas Priest has played. So, you know, like, it's kind of funny, people's perception of sexuality and sports. Um, you know, and it's like, I think it was a couple years back, you know, I think it's kind of relevant. There was a guy, Jason Collins, he was about seven-foot center. Uh, he came out, was one of the first p- players in a major sport to say, hey, you know, I, I dig dudes. That's cool. You know, like, I don't care what anybody else does. That's really the last thing on my mind. Hey, we got T-Rex here in the house. My boy, my spiritual guide, really. I got to just be honest with you guys. You know, if it wasn't for T-Rex, I might st- I might have just not have ever gotten here to this point. Uh, you know, I, I bought this thing. with solid gold T-Rex. And he's in this, like, leopard skin um, jumpsuit. And I looked at my dad, you know, and my dad was just like, you're kind of like, Oh, my God. You know, like, you want to be T-Rex or you want to be your dad? It was not even a uh, question of uh, anything. So, okay, tonight there's a show over there at the Hemlock with Andreas Lopez, uh, Carolyn Merch, and a ba- I, uh, they're called um, something set, v- Velo set. And they're, uh, you know, they're, I think Brandon Glenning was in that band. So if anybody's not doing anything tonight, you might want to go check it out. 
Because it's like, you know, uh, Brandon was cool. He was in the original Roadside Memorial. Hey, Kimbo, what's going on, brother? Uh, you know, he ended up taking Brandon's place. I, I don't know if there was a bass player between them. And now I'm the next one in the step with the Eyes Like Ice extravaganza. Like I said, we're going to have a Kay Dolores in the studio tonight. So I'm kind of like, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I don't feel like I had a, like five seconds to wake up. You know, I crammed into the set list. You know, this is a lesson for you kids at home, too. Do not wait for the last minute. What's up, baby? Um, it's going to be exciting. Kimba Anderson, you know, uh, just did such an amazing job with Roadside Memorial. I really think the band gelled up around him and coming into the mix. And Eric did a great thing. They kind of had a couple different drummers. But now we have Eyes Like Ice. And uh, we're going we're to be playing some shows. We got one in uh, July. That's how Danny works. So we're going to play July at the Hemlock, I think, or Bottom of the Hill. Uh, opening up for a big band. That's going to be exciting. And you know what? We, we I'm going to do some uh, you know, shows that are going to be like, he wants to do them um, unannounced or like just, what, what's the word? What do you do so when, when you don't tell people who you, who the anonymous shows or shows that we're just basically doing under the radar just to get our legs up under us? What's that called? Thank you. Tommy Sabo joined. What's up, Tommy, baby? Hey, you know, my friend Tommy Sabo is uh, from back in the, back in the hood. Uh, that was really cool. You know, he was a guy who just had his shit together. You know, I was just coming up. I was kind of green on, on being a musician. And those guys, him and uh, all those guys over there, I forgot all their names. Goddamn. <laughs> Nate, Nate, Nate Eberling was in there. And a couple of guys, they, they used to let me come over on a Saturday and bring them all my weed. And I would go, like, I would rock out. T-Rex, the slider, that's right, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Tommy Sabo was a great guitarist. Still doing it, you know. How about all you people out there who are still making rock and roll if, you know, you don't give a fuck, you bop till you drop, you know, what else is there? What's better than this? And sometimes you feel like a relic or you're just basically barking up the wrong tree. You can be doing, you can be a painter. I'm an oil painter. I want to do movies. I want to do a lot of other things in life. But, you know, what's really exciting is just that you're just able to still do it at a high level, no pun intended, and still play great music. And I'm playing really good bass now. It's really fun because I've been a singer and a bass player for a long time. And, like, uh, since Meat Hook and the Vital Organs, I mean, I got to just play bass, you know, like really kind of get up in my, my musicianship, uh, how I can complement another artist's work. And I'm really, like, it's really exciting and fun to be, be able to play bass again like I'm capable of doing. So to anybody, just uh, Eyes Like Ice is on, is coming at you, coming, uh, and, and I'm excited about that one. Kay Dolores, again, is going to be in the studio tonight. We're going to do, you know, here's how they, these guys do it. I wake up on Saturday. Of course, I got to do Saturday at 4, right? That's wonderful. Oh, my God. How, how lucky can I be? And then I get to go from there to rehearsal. But not only that, but Danny has a setup, so we play with the drummer. As soon as I go here, I race over there. Then the drummer leaves, and then I got to do a second rehearsal with the people who can't make it at 6 o'clock. Does anybody else have to deal with this shit? Am I the only one who has, like, you know, these, uh, these back-to-back rehearsals on top of a radio show on a Saturday? And by the time you're done with that, you're wrung out. You know, you don't get to go out on a fr- uh, Saturday night because you probably just don't want to hear any more music. And then on Friday night, you really can't go out because you're busy preparing for the show, which I've got great music for you guys. So, you know, I guess uh, the number over here is 415-550-0511 if you want to check it out. Uh, As always, you're welcome to come down to the studio and see it live and on the air. Uh, We have Albert Felix is supposed to show up from Batcave Society and also the Vampire Radio, which I do first Saturday every month here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, I just I just gave him a show, you know. It's good to like help your brothers out, you know. You we can do glam rock. So and I, I kind of like this new theme. I want I want some feedback from you guys. Like I've been doing like I'm a rock historian, you know. I'm an audiophile. All right, all right, keep it there, keep it in your pants, people. But I'm, I just really uh, 
just feel like I, I used to love rock. Like my, my vinyl, I mean, Tommy Sabo probably has saw my, my collection back in the day. I had so many records, you know. I still do. I got rid of some shit. Like Ashford and Simpson, I had to just ditch that shit, you know. I mean, I just don't know. I just wasn't a big Ashford and Simpson guy. I like. I kept the early albums when they're almost glam. Everybody in between 1972, late 72, and a 70 or like mid 74 was glam. Yes, was glam. Rolling Stones were glam. Of course, you got Queen. I mean, but the sound of glam was a kind of this rock and rolly kind of garage, um, a different sound than what you normally think what glam is. You know, you got Roxy Music. Uh, they, you know, they're just so progressive and just so art rock. Then you got bands, uh, you know, a lot of different bands that don't sound exactly Bebop Deluxe for anybody who remembers them with Bill and Bill Nelson. So there's like a lot of things that are glam. But you know what? To, when I started to dig, which is what I like to do, is I like to do search engine and dig for like obscure gems because you guys can find the T-Rex, right? You can find the Susie Quattro. You can find different things that are considered glam. Uh, Bowie, of course. But here's a band that you've there. There's Kelly Gordon. He's he's skulking in here at about a 334, 44. He didn't help me at all. 444. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna play a band called The Tears. Okay. So we're look, dude. We're we're Facebook live on the air. You're gonna see my my homeboy here, Kelly. You know, uh, this is what I've been wanting to do: a visual representation of the show. Hey, can you turn the volume out on, on that one so people can hear it? So when we're bullshitting, they can also hear. It. I'll do it. I'll do it. Hey, we, you know, we're gonna do it. Hey, everybody, keep it here, real. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this. Uh, podcast and also watching because you know you guys mean a lot to me I love each and every one of you guys out there individually and collectively you know it's, it really means a lot that I get to hear and be a curator of sounds you know I just like again I woke up at 245 you know that's rough stuff you're going what the fuck and me and Barbara just like just like the cat's dread we didn't even party last night it sucks <laughs> we, we walked all the way over to this guy's house and they were tripping their nuts off no, no I didn't say that they were tripping because they were tripping how they were so happy we showed up you're cool, right? Okay, no, he's going to go over this one. We're going to work it out. No, you can be over here if you want to. You want to be on the camera. If you don't want to, then go over to the one. And, you know, uh, we walked in all the way in the rain. We walked through, like, these big hills through Noe Valley. We're like, Dave, this is a better life than I live today because, you know, I'm on Market Street. I'm not even going to be afraid to tell you guys that. Come find me. Come and get it. I don't give a fuck. But, you know, uh, it's really like I'm in the belly of the beast. It's crazy. You know, I mean, I just uh, – you see the traffic. You see a million faces going by your window that you just can't relate to. And you say, what am I still doing in San Francisco? And I say, I'm doing this radio show today. That's what's happening. Oh, he's giving me the hug. Oh, he didn't even love me. He didn't love me. There he is, Kelly Kelly Gordon, the new uh, guest co-host tech guy here on uh, the Roxy World. So I changed the format a little bit. I want to start, I'm going to still do live bands. I'm going to still do band interviews, but not every week. You know, it's good to do kind of like these things where I do rock history. So like like two weeks ago, I did bands that are stars covering other stars. You know, like, which was really fun. Because, you know, it's not like just some obscure band doing a bang-a-gong uh, cover, which was their band Seduce, who was produced by Tony Visconti back in the late 80s. And, uh, you know, I could play that, but Seduce was nobody. Seduce. Nobody remembers them. I so love I did, the name, dude. Yeah, it was cool. But instead, I did stuff like, uh, what was some of the shit I played? I can't even remember. But it wasn't Sweet Dreams by, you know, Marilyn Manson and Rhythmics. Things like that, where you had a band that was really big, and then you also had a band that decided to cover it, either through a publishing deal which sometimes happens, or just by chance they love the song. You know, for example, there's a song I could play today. I, I think maybe I'll punch that up next. It's a band called Hello, okay? And they did they did the original New York Groove. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they did New York Groove before. Uh, t- oh, no, let's fuck that. Let's not do that. I, I got a song. I got a band called Tears, and I'm going to let Kelly pick this one out. And so we got a song called Ooh La. <laughs> we have a song called um, Duke on Friday. 
And we also have Stranger in Town. Which one do you want to hear? Ooh. Duke on Friday. Duke on Friday it is. Here we go. This is a band called The Cheers. This is real glam rock. i got a lot of obscure glam coming your way. Everybody keep it here. Keep it real on the Roxy Roller Radio Show. Thanks for listening. really stupid i'm sorry there we go brother no it's not even working i don't hear shit these are both up this is a, you know what i'm ready to just mercury retrograde can suck my ass this is like thank you this is like almost entertaining right i'm sure it is i got it playing but there's no sound coming out i got my headphones on there's nothing happening it's not my fault okay so we're gonna make this work one way or another i'm not gonna say let's see what we got here we got these things maybe i hit these nope i don't know dude i'm gonna play something off my phone then we're going to figure this out. Uh, you know what? Life sucks. Uh, I'm really sick of everything. Should we play some Suicide Queen? Oh, let's go Sweeney Todd. This is a song called the Roxy Roller theme song. We're going to make this shit happen. Let's go. Let's go. I'm sure it's going to happen. There's nothing happening, dude. Is it my headphones? What's going on? Do you have to hear, you hear anything? You know what? I, I, this is like, this is enough for one lifetime. I don't know what we want to tell you guys. There it is. Okay. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry about all this shit. You know, we tried to get it all going. I was on a good groove. Fuck you, Mercury Retrograde. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. Okay. Good. We got four people listening. I appreciate everybody who listened up to that point. Uh, roll me down. We're going to make the rest of this happen.
make it work, you know, because it's like, honestly, it's like there's no reason it shouldn't be working. So we're going to go right to the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the house computer and we're going to see if that works, you know, we'll see what's going on because you know what, this is bullshit. If anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Dastics books the best of San Francisco. Paint dry. It's been over one long year. year. Watching movies, bad, strange, and weird. Commandeer by Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I'm Mike's friend. I It is like Lord of the Rings. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. That theme song was courtesy of Carl. The other stuff playing over the beginning of the theme song was courtesy of me. (laughs) Who still can't figure out this part! We are professionals, ladies and gentlemen. We are professionals. Carl, show your cards to the gentlemen and the ladies. This is my professional mic card issued, Church of Mike. Oh, you know what? I'm losing you again. Okay, how about now? All right. Yeah, better. All right, well, we are streaming this live here on February 25th. 2019, uh, we watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. You watch the movie and listen to our podcast at the same time. Oh, it's Sunday the 24th. There we go. Sunday the 24th of yeah. February. So don't that check's not going to clear till tomorrow, Carl. Okay, so I had, yeah, okay. Because you wrote the 25th on it. Okay. All right, so yeah, it's the 24th. And we are uh, going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. You will watch the movie with us and listen to us at the same time. You have to. That's the, <laughs> that's the point. Carl's from New Jersey. Uh, he's a comedian. Carl, yeah. please let the people know how important it is to watch the movie and listen to us at the same time. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so thank you for that uh, opportunity to speak on this matter and issue because it's very important. Uh, you see, we want you to be our friend. Okay, but... We're hanging out together. We're not just being friends. So when we hang, we're all together. If you're watching what we're talking about, you're getting the full sense around experience. Do it. I agree. Let's watch a full-length movie. On Thank you, Carl. So we are going to watch a movie. What's the movie today, Carl? 
Uh, today you have chosen Gambling with Souls, 1936. That's what you should YouTube search for. Gambling with Souls. Gambling with Souls. Uh, type that into YouTube. You'll see the 1936 version. And you said it was hosted by? Timeless Classic Movies. Ooh. GCM. Sorry, Carl, for that. It's like a... All right, we are prepared on our end to watch the movie. Okay. Uh, and we have to... Uh, what we'll do is we'll have a That's countdown. Awesome. How about that? Nice idea. Okay. Okay, okay let's... All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to brumba. Carl's classic joke that I just stole from him. Uh, we have the countdown king himself, host of the podcast, The Edge of Insanity, which you can find on your iTunes, or you can listen to it live on muniradio.fm two hours before our show. Yeah. Hi, Paul. What's well, happening, guys? Good to see you, or good to hear you. <laughs> All right, Welcome. so Paul is in front of the uh, YouTube. We have click the link and we hit pause and it's pause is zero 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 when paul lets you know go ahead and press play and we'll watch the movie together all right guys if you've listened to this before and i know you have you know the drill that's right put your finger over that triangle and in three two one go Ooh. gambling with souls it's a jd ray oh it's directed by jdk as well no elmer clifton Oh, Elmer. Elmer. (laughs) That's exactly right. Back then, it was a pretty slick name. Oh, yeah, sure. Elmie. (laughs) Elmster. The Elmster. Elmer Chew. That'll be later. Now, this uh, producer... He's he was president of Continental Pictures. I mean, he's just a producer of low budget exploitation films in the 30s and 40s. You know the drill, Mike. You can show some messed up stuff in the end if you say this is bad. Don't do it. You shouldn't do right. this. It's bad. Well, that's that's the rule. That's why I love these movies because they do they do pay for their crimes and we do get to watch their crimes too. Yeah, we get to watch the crimes. Look what's happening right now. Cops. Yeah, they Where got a runaway going? case. Uh oh, they're raiding a joint. That's right. They're raiding a joint. So, this is a legal gambling uh, den, I would imagine, hence the movie. Right. But people wear tuxedos. Like, can you imagine being the tuxedo rental guy? And they'll be like, I would like to rent a tuxedo, being the year 1936. And I'll be like, oh, are you going to the opera? Are you going to an illegal gambling <laughs> yes. den? Right. I'm going to an illegal gambling den. Now, it's gambling, but it's also prostitution. That's a big, big part of it. Oh, well, here's the, the prostitution, prostitution. Uh, suite. Look at this guy. He's look, spent. Check this guy out. Yeah, he's going to hide under the bed. We're also going to see the mic, the boom mic. Well, he, he paid good money shadow. to be under that bed. This dummy hid his big, fat stomach underneath that bed. Do you think he's <laughs> oh, Carl, I'll be the same way, man. There'll be no way. <laughs> oh, that officer Space? picked that up. Yeah. Oh, Get your fat ass out of there. See the boom mic shadow to the left on the door? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you found me. You caught me. Uh, you know, uh, I hope the guy came again after that. The cops come, you're like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's get- uh, Molly Murdoch. That's Molly Murdoch. She's Molly Murdoch. Pardon this from. Yeah. The man without and fear. She's getting arrested. Oh, that's Matt. That I'm thinking of Matt Murdoch, uh, Daredevil. All right, see everyone in the tuxedos. See, come with me. He's got an axe. 
Wow, they all have tuxedos. I mean, all they had to do is go to the and tux hats. rental store, the cops, and hats, right? And hatchets. Well, see, Mike, you keep saying the tuxedo rental store. That's our world today. Back then, just they owned it. Tuxedos. Crazy. Hey, Carl, keep talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch microphone uh, headphones. Okay. Yeah, this is really important to audience. Uh, in today's world, we have tuxedo rental shops because no one's going to own one. Because you go to prom once, right. you have a wedding. Twice. You know. Two times now, you need a prom. There she is. She just shot and killed. She's deranged. What is her backstory? Pray tell. Right. Up Here's the newspapers. Uh-oh, what's it say? Oh, here's the morning sun. Lucky Wilder killed in a gam- his own gambling club. There's the evening mail. We covered morning Lucky and night Wilder. papers. Beauty kills gambler, Lucky Wilder. Lucky Wilder? Yeah, he's dead. Not so lucky after all. Yeah, not so lucky now, Wilder. <laughs> Where's your luck now, buddy? Oh, you'll get luck. There she is. This is Ms. May Miller, the killer, May Miller. And the district attorney is trying to get her to confess the killing, which she won't do. She won't do it. My story is innocent. You don't remember. You know, I have to admit, there's right no here, soundtrack behind this movie. Bad. There's more dead air in this movie than on our show. Now, this is really stupid dialogue. Watch him ask these questions. All right. You hear that background? That's the movie. Okay, you know yeah. who I am? Here we but go. But you do know you're Mrs. Miller, don't you? The killer? Yeah, knows her own name. And you know who I am, don't you? Asshole cop. Yeah. the name of a guy. You're the district attorney. Well, you don't remember killing you him. Know you know all that. And yet you don't remember killing Frank Wilder. Now, isn't that strange? He's such a moron. How did he get a job? <laughs> he went to law school. He went to law school for that? Oh, man. What a dumb dumb. Husband. May's husband, the doctor. He's a nice man. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of money. So the poor husband in this movie, right? Because his wife went and killed someone? How can he live? Oh, I would love to hear his story. Oh, is there another? He um, is a medical student who's just now becoming a doctor, so he's not established, so he doesn't have money. Oh, I see. So he she ruined his career. This is a good movie so far. It's really interesting she, about this guy. Uh, I don't know if she ruined his career. No, but... Um. Yeah. Well, you'll see how he plays out. He's well, uh, he's the poor guy. He's the poor guy throughout the whole movie. And they're at a police station, and there's a picture of President Abraham Lincoln on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. a globe. I wouldn't say that globe is old, but it, you know, there's like yeah, we know that sea serpents in there. Wrong and the way it's drawn. Okay, she goes. That woman, Molly Murdoch. She's bum, the bum, one. Okay. Bum. Flashback. Uh, another flashback of a flashback. So we don't learn why, She's but wearing Molly overalls. and her are good friends. Oh, well, maybe they but went we to nurse school. never learn like how they met or anything. They were they were at the pharmacy having a soda, and that's how they met. There, sitting in the chair, is Carolyn. She's the sister, and we need to know who she is. Now we get to see May naked for no reason, just in her panties. Right, which no is right reason. now. It's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's something really weird. The uh, the vanity that you see there. Oh, I'm, that not, I'm looking at the vanity in, right now. That would go on to be appear in Reefer Madness. 
Oh, interesting. Wait, Reefer Madness was 1933 or 1936? Same year. Yeah, this movie does fit the whole scare films of the 1930s. Reefer Madness. One more thing that's interesting about that Reefer Madness connection, the vanity will appear in Reefer Madness, but the person who owns it is the character's also named May. Huh. May's a T-head, I guess. She's a gambling and marijuana freak. (laughs) Right. M-A-E. Marijuana and everything. (laughs) The house that we're in right now, it would go on to also appear in Slaves in Bondage. 1937, same director, same producer. Man. He just shot it in his house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, I'm the babysitter. Great. Bring the kids upstairs to the second floor. We're shooting it on here. I'm going to put you in bondage, slave. (laughs) I beg your pardon. Look at her pouting out butt. Okay, so now we're establishing that the doctor husband's a great guy. He's a great guy. Because a concerned mom is calling, saying, my son is sick. House call, please. And he goes, I have to leave, baby. (laughs) Some kid's got polio. (laughs) A horny housewife called me. I have to make a house call. Oh, be careful. Oh, what is the girl to do all alone? Gamble. Mm, Well, I could go gambling. Oh, now we're back at the police station. Yeah. Yeah. So she's done with the flashback in her flashback. Well, she's accusing Molly Murdoch, and it's the honest truth, of like being the one who hooked her and got her in the trouble Uh for her own profit. Yeah, look, I know the story. I sued Scratchers. It's not going to work out for her. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch your eyes out. Roll them. Okay, here's something really weird about our... This this 1936 America, it's almost like a different country. It has such a different culture than we have. So weird. We are at a lawn party for the rich, and they're watching a boxing match. Oh. Oh, at the Ritz. The hotel? The money, the wealthy, the wealthy. We are at a oh, garden party club, owned by guess. wealthy people. Yeah. And for their entertainment, they didn't get a clown. They got a boxing match. Is this a boxing match to the death? Now oh, look at that. They've thrown the footage in there. You can see it says photo stock uh, written over it. Yep. So what's happening here is... is um, May is uh, playing cards like bridge. It's kind of like gambling. I don't know. There's gambling in it somehow. It's a four-player game. And uh, this Molly Murdoch is her friend. And and she makes sure that May wins. Ah. Cause then she's like, it, you're on a winning streak. You should come to the club and win more. It's Molly's game. Molly's game. Whoa. And the boxing match is over. <laughs> Goodbye, plot point. That was a good boxing match. They should f- right now. She's doing it. She's like you've been lucky today. If I were you, I'd follow through. Yeah, you gotta what, play what through. Do you mean? What does that mean? Follow through. Oh, you gotta let it ride. Yeah, you gotta let it ride, darling. Yeah, go bet on something else. Alrighty, I'll go to the illegal gambling den in my local town and gamble on roulette. Mm-hmm. So right now she's saying to the guy, like, oh, how innocent I was. Oh, what an easy mark. I wanted the luxuries my husband could not afford. You were struggling so hard. Oh. 
But she just wanted the cash. Right. The high life. Now, this director worked with D.W. Griffin. Griffin. Oh. D.W. Griffin. Yeah, they, they were both in the clan. Well, yes. He actually, this Elmer Clifton, the director, was an actor at the time. He appeared in Birth of a Nation. Uh-huh. And another D.W. Griffin that's not, oh, Intolerance. Oh, Intolerance. Which, I, you know what, I, isn't that like nine hours? It's a nine-hour movie, I, I think. I don't know. I never saw it. Of course I saw Birth of a Nation, but... Where, where did you see Birth of a Nation? Was that a school? No, it was um, Netflix. Not streaming. I got it, you know, in DVD in the mail. Oh, I got you. Yeah, you know, uh, I was watching a uh, Kino Cinema has a five DVD collection of early African American films, and mm-hmm. it, the earliest is like 1915, and it's some great. It's, it's great stuff. And there was one director, Oscar Malou, with the X at the end, good French name. Yeah. He made a film uh, in response in 1920 to Birth of a Nation. And uh, it was good. It was like, oh, look at the butts. Look, at the, look butts. at the butts. Sorry, I was talking about. It. Let's get to the butts. TNA. Uh, we're going to see the shadow of more camera equipment. They have like a. <laughs> on the track. You can see the, the shadow of the cameraman's hand as he tried to reach for these butts. What a different culture it was, you know? Yeah. They'd have a nightclub with the floor show. So you would get a tuxedo. You would own a tuxedo to go and watch some uh, can-can. Well, everyone owned a hat. Everyone owned a suit jacket. You didn't. That's what you wore, suit jacket. Uh, excuse me, Taylor. I would like to alter my tuxedo. I am uh, going to the opera. Oh, all right. So let me remove your hooch ja- uh, pocket, your money band pocket. See, today when you go to the tailor, they do custom work and stuff. But back then... Like, there's a tailor on this block, there's a tailor on that block, right. you pop in for what's equivalent to our 50 cents, you'd have a button stitched on. Like, it was a different time. Huh. Everyone would go out somewhere, even if that meant the baseball park. Like, somewhere, if you were going out shopping at Macy's, you would get on your jacket. Right, but, you would, but I'm, I'm talking about moments you need a tuxedo in the 1930s. To legal gambling. Yeah. Uh, speakeasies, I guess. Well... Prohibition's over, but okay. <laughs> uh, World War One uh, meetings. No, that was the nineteen tens. <laughs> yeah, you're. Oh, thirty six. Hitler's uh, just just getting born here. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, actually, I, I have to mention. I know that today is on the twenty fourth of uh, February. It, are the Oscars yeah. today? And one of the films yeah. that got nominated is a live documentary called uh, "Live at the uh, Fuck." What was it? Massachusetts Square Garden. It was like live at Night at the Garden. And it's a uh-huh. seven-minute film, and it's available online, I believe, nightatthegarden.com. And okay. it's about a American Nazi rally that was held in Madison Square Garden. It was filmed. Wow, that's fascinating. And it's just the footage of it. It's, it's in the Night you know, at giant, the Garden. Thank you. Where can a, I find that? I believe it's. they have the domain name. We'll, we'll, I'll type it up at the end of this movie. Uh, okay. But I believe it's the nightatthegarden.com. Night I'll, I'll, I'll look at it right now. Uh, okay. And they have the full seven minute of the movie, which is one of the shortest uh, documentaries to be nominated for the Oscars mm. since the 30s, I think. But yeah, it's, uh, it had, they have apparently there's a it's giant... It's a vine. It's a what? No, no, it's, it's a... a vine. Uh, it's a it's a vibe, right? It's a seven second like, documentary. Yeah, but I mean, in documentaries, like it's multiplied. It's seven minutes, not seven seconds. All right, I'm typing this, Carl. Night in 
So what's going on here is we're just establishing that Lucky is a jerk. The and gangster? Like, you owe me money. Okay, also, we're here, here we go. that Molly it's... is in cahoots with them. So I just want to follow up. If you go to anightatthegarden.com, you will see a Vine posting, I believe it's Vine, of the entire seven-minute film, which is nominated for Best Documentary Short Subject for today's Oscars. Okay. And if you want to see other like free full-length movies, when it comes to the Oscars, sometimes you can find a generous site that hosts the animation shorts, especially after mm-hmm. the Oscars are over. And so you could, you know, maybe you could find some of the other shorts stuff that you, that just might post for free, you know, from last year on online. So keep your eyes peeled if you give a shit. You know where I found some really good shorts um, at, at Goodwill. They're the three bucks. Oh, that's nice. Slightly used. Slightly used, but yeah. nobody was going to check me out, you know. <laughs> Irregulars, I'll say. <laughs> Irregulars, you should see the shape of my ball sack. So yeah. here we have um, the first time that she's duped. She's, they're going to now pretend to make her win. He's like, oh, I am the owner of it. He winks at the guy. He goes, why don't you bet on the double zeros? Double zeros, what's that? And she wins. Oh, they rigged it. Right, and she's going to like be up $5,000. Uh-oh. But you see, they are going to get her down, so she owes and in deep water, so husband can't know, and then she's going to work for them. Oh, really? Like paint houses? Yeah, like... Uh, Ooh, that. hang on, hang on, shut up. She's got to get her money out of her garter. Put her, holy fuck. Gratuitous. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's 1936. It isn't 1890. No, I'm sorry, Carl. She left. lifted her dress up. She had a silk stocking on. And when she proceeded to put her hand down with money, this stuff's on video now on the 21st century. Thoroughly modern Millie. Oh, I love thoroughly modern Millie. You know what I like about her? It's her consistency. What? She's thoroughly modern. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Oh, the things, the things they do today is so racy. Have you ever heard of yeah. her counterpart? Totally old school militant. <laughs> if you ever saw the video Anaconda, with uh-huh. me, you know, with, with what's their name, then like, if those Lopez? people saw it. It's like, sorry, Molly and uh, Millie, you know, thoroughly modern Millie. Sorry, <laughs> you're not a whore. Wait till you see our generation. I don't think I've ever seen Anaconda or Anaconda's the sequel. Okay, so I don't mean that. I mean there's a video of a song by... Sir Mix-a-Lot? My Anaconda... <laughs> well, she certainly does mix a lot, but no. Oh, J-Lo's. No. She was, she was one of those people on Wait, did, American Idol. Did, did May just lose all the money? An easy life, like it's jealous of their man. Okay, and no, then. we're back in the future, and uh, again, the <laughs> district attorney's saying douchey things. I suspect, suspect now that you're in this alternative future, you should check out Biff Tannen's museum. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Devo? They used to, they had the album with Spuds, and it was that great album with, like, um, I Am Cowboy Kim. Cowboy Kim, I Am. It was Peekaboo album. Oh, Peekaboo, sure. On the front cover, there was a potato spud, and they were in those, you could only see their busts, right? Like the shoulders, remember? <sighs> That's what she's wearing, that what, that circular thing. Yeah, she's missing the, the flower pot on her head. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. The dog bowl. I have cowboy cat. You're right. She's not Devo. Is she not? Well, we she is Devo. She is. <laughs> she is not Devo. D E V O. <laughs> she is not. Oh man, Devo would be good about now. Let's call Devo. So pretend we're a corporation. Can you do a uh, corporate gig for us? <laughs> okay. M- Mike Mothersborough or something. Mark Mothersborough. Like- yeah, he does Rugrats and he's oh, yeah. a sound guy nowadays. Yeah, I think he could take a ribbing from us. I'm sure he could go home to his <laughs> vault of coins and not worry about us. Peek-a-boo! <laughs> Do you ever hear of Devo 2.0? It was like a Disney uh, Records release of kids singing Devo songs where they changed the words. Oh. And they changed the words even. Yeah, it's a beautiful world and it's for me. <laughs> for me for me it's a beautiful world and for me nice to be alive <laughs> I think the for other one me. you know Carl I remember hanging out listening to Devo with you at Gerald Place in New Jersey mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were you were reenacting the song about there was a poem from ancient Rome oh, right 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 <laughs> that was um, freedom of choice yeah <laughs> You were reenacting the, the poem dog. was about a dog who found two bones and he licked the one, he licked the other, and then he went crazy because he couldn't decide which bone he wanted, so he went insane. Right. And dropped it. And he dropped it. Yeah, you but reenacted now it. Now what Molly's doing, I'm sorry to interrupt, it's just yeah. such a plot point. Molly is now calling up all her whores and saying, you're on call tonight. And on call. Yeah, and it was um, like, this is 13 checking in. 13, you have an appointment at 10.30. So now we see that Molly's really a two-faced bitch, man. She's like pretending to be this lady's friend and hooking her into gambling so she can get herself another whore. Oh, Molly's game. Yup. They've invited May to a boxing match and they have rigged it so that the owner of the club, Lucky, who she'd go on to kill just happens to be sitting in the next seat. Oh, what a coincidence. We're bumping into each other. Lucky you. And it's a, it's a wrestling match. It's not boxing. This is classier. Hey, yeah, that's right. This is much classy. Oh, my good, That's yeah. mankind. Oh, oh. that was <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is some... That's not even 1950s so, boxing. Oh, what a... How lucky Clearly, me. we're watching stock footage, right? As you know. Yeah. But what's funny is this film became stock footage. Oh. Uh, let's see here. This was uh, in a movie. Hmm. Where is it? Where is it? Well, they do have a lot of extras in the background. I finally found it. There's a movie called uh, Teenage in 1944, and it was another exploitation film by the same like group of people. And so this footage like ended up in there, like just shots of a gambling club, shots of a how funny a speaky. Uh, that's the wrong word, but uh, flues a gin joint, illegal yeah, gin joint. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So a, like uh, all house. these backgrounds, and all, so did these actresses end up in it, just like. Like a guy walks in the long. room and he looks to his left and then we see a shot of gambling with soul. Then he looks to his right and we see a <laughs> shot of Cowboy Sleeps soul. Tonight. A JDK production. Yeah. Man, wrestling. Now, I'm sorry to interrupt you. She's got slipped a Mickey here. 
Oh, she's drinking that orange punch. Ooh. Yeah, she's really feeling her drink right now. Oh, she's boy. getting all happy. So she's going to lose money while they had to throw a Mickey in her drink and get her to gamble? Now, look, see, she's coming home. We've all been there. Coming yeah, home after loopy. a big night of drinking. You just uh, feel good. Yeah. Nobody's in the house. What a great wrestling match. You get out some fried chicken that's cold from the fridge. You turn on the <laughs> stupid Tom Cruise movie. Nom, nom, nom. I like to take the cold pizza crust and dunk it in the leftover coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like Nothing better than well. Yeah. I don't know why you no no. You have to have hot steaming coffee, but leftover pizza is a, okay. Look at her, man. She da, is high da, as da, a kite. Da 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 da. At least they don't have this song when she takes her clothes off. Now the truth is, this does nothing for our plot. And uh, what was the big oh, thing they gained stickler. from getting her like high on morphine? What was the thing they gained? Well, it's she just gets that to we dance. can see a girl get undressed. Well, yeah, yeah I guess morphine has his. <laughs> Advantages, right? Good old yep. Murphy. See, I like Murphy for the re- holy fuck. She just took her dress off. Yeah, and yeah. if you're a fiend, you take that. You're going to be more fiend. Now, I guess uh, you, you can't see my pr- the print is so bad. It kind of almost looks like she's naked in a way. I think she's topless. I'm going to go call it. I just think maybe she, the projection is not done. topless. She's not. She's, she's wearing not like a top. skin, but she's she's supposed to be topless. Wait. She is top. No, she is not topless. She's wearing some kind of clam bra that doesn't have a strap. The censors were never allowed. Fuck the censors. They weren't around in 1936. This is a yes, moral film. Were. Carl. They're all over the internet in my research. Was, this was, this was the, the, the censors immediately hated She's wearing this, a bra. And it got, it got relegated to grindhouses. Oh, no. Do you mean your grandfather jerked off to this film? <laughs> the old grindhouse? Whoa, she disappeared. Whoa, the projectionist took that shot. That's the Star Trek, uh, you know, she beamed up. That's yeah, she beamed Star up. Trek now, that's when connection. the projectionist cuts the sexy stuff out of the film and keeps it for themselves. Now, this actress didn't go on to do much. She was in something called Lightning Strikes West. She wrote it. She was the screenplay nice. writer for it. And in 1950, she was uncredited in Prehistoric Women. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) So in that teenage film, she also appears in there, but she's uncredited. I love the uncredited. There's two people here who are super uncredited. Uh, One is Carolyn, her sister, and we'll talk about her later. Well, tell me more about Teenage Year, because I might want to see it, if it's a film where they cut up other films from a decade ago. Okay, so Teenage was also from this um, Continental Pictures. It was J.D. Kendis, the guy who produced this. Okay. And <clears throat> it's, um, uh, one place says it's 1943, and the another place says it's 1944. And it's basically about a teenager, a girl, of course, who, like, gets out from under her parents' wing. And when she does, she freak it. She freaks, you know, and does everything you know, has the bad boyfriend. And um, and the only thing that's the tie to this is there's archive footage. Like like I said, like the guy would walk in the room and he'd look to the left and he'd look to the right, you know, and they just do the whole scene with him standing in the corner as if he was in a gambling club. Now, again, here's another scene that has nothing to do with anything. There's a uh, woman we'll never meet yeah. again. Oh, and no? And she's taking a call from... She's lounging uh, around the couch. 
uh, in her she's underwear. She's taking a call from Molly about the prostitution stuff. Well, she's on call because she has to stand by the phone and take the call. Exactly right. Yeah, lie down on the phone. I right, wait for the call. She's like number fourteen calling in. She's Hello. Like, you can knock off now. Any Johns? No Johns. Bye. Oakley Doakley. Click. Wait a minute. I know. Oh, Molly's calling back. Well, no, she's going to call May. She gets an idea like, hey, yes, I got to work it. on this broad, too. Oh, right. Wow, she is pimp hand, hand is strong. As they now, what's going to happen now? She's like, come to the club tonight. We'll have a great time. And she's like, well, I can't. I really don't have any money. And then May's going to go, don't worry about that. I'll give you some money. Bye. Oh, Molly said that to May or May said that to Molly? Molly says it to May. Gotcha. Molly, who's tricking May. By the way, this is a letter that says, um, Hi, wife. <laughs> I went away for a while, so if you want to go out and get ill, I won't even know about it. Huh. Mario, thank you for visiting me, but I'm in the other castle. <laughs> Love, Fritz S. Peach. So what happens is May goes to the club, and Molly's like, Oh, well, I didn't mean I would loan you money. I always just get an IOU from the club. And then she'll pretend to be getting one of her own. Oh, but she traps her in there. May will get into debt. Tonight's the night. And then she has to become a prostitute. Yes. Uh, it takes a little more. It's a rocky road, but that's where it leads. And then she kills Lucky. And then the worst, she gets caught. Oh, look at the dresses she are nice. She kills Lucky and totally gets caught. You'll see why she kills Lucky. She's motivated. Now, so we've seen Lucky wear a tuxedo at the wrestling match. You're telling me that's the same tuxedo yeah. he wears right now? He's wearing right now? Yeah. But people back in this day would re-wear the same clothing all the time because they didn't have money for a bunch of suits. Now, Lucky, I'm sure, has seven suits, one for each day because he's a successful business. Well, you need one for the illegal casino. You need one for the rest- right. indoor wrestling the match. Boxing. The boxing. The outdoor boxing. Uh, then you need the lawn a lawn party. Lawn party. So you need like a tuxedo. You're right for every occasion. And there's there's a formal at the school dance. <laughs> He's chaperoning. He doesn't realize that his daughter's dating Peter Parker. Wait a minute. I'm the vulture. <laughs> that means what? <laughs> that weakling. How come Peter Parker like all the criminals are friends with him? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, the Green Goblin. Like Green Goblin. That's the one we're thinking of. But there, there are other examples. Oh, the, Venture, uh, the Vulture and the la- and the last live action one, and then the cartoon movie. Uh, his uncle is a bad guy. Not the spoiler. Not Uncle movie. Ben. No, no, no. This is a different uncle. Into the Spidey verse. Um, I always loved the way, like, Uncle Ben was in Spider-Man. Then he dies in the very first episode, but the guy was smart. He used his fame, and he launched that thing of rice. Oh, that's right. Uncle Ben, he he sold out, I would say. (laughs) I don't blame him for selling out. He was was killed off in the first episode. I remember an old National Lampoon joke. What's white and crawls up your legs? (laughs) What? Uncle Ben perverted rice. Perverted. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So Uncle Ben, yeah, he uh, he sold out. His last wish was to get a deal selling rice, to, box rice to people. Oh well, here we are. Hello, we're all smiles. This is before the 
the loss. Well, she's still winning again. As a matter of fact, she's up thousands. I kind of don't understand. It's. I think they just want the film to go on because it's time to... Pull the now's not the time to... They already did this to her. She should have realized it was a sting when they, when they people were walking around going, Oh my God, this whole gambling operation is a sting. <laughs> you got sting in reverse, though, because... Oh really? Yeah, setting up and capturing. Well, did you ever see the movie The Sting? I did see the movie. The oh well, that was not. A, oh oh, you're right. I mean, I guess I'm thinking only of a police sting. Right. Uh, the Sting was a rip. Yeah, you're right. Of course. Well, wait a minute. I was thinking of The Sting that too. That was Oceans Two. That was Oceans Two. I was. Oh no, I was thinking of uh, The Sting Two, the sequel. Which is where they did it again. Um, who was Robert Redford's partner? Was it Paul Newman? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Oceans 2. There were two of them. So what we're learning here is she won a lot, and she got her own car, and she had nice dresses, and now she's finally going to lose. Uh, here's the roulette wheel. Ticket, 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 ticket. Wheel of misfortune. Did you see that Fishburger? Yeah, yeah. Carl and I had a. Oh, Carl ran. Uh, had a great public Everybody access. Everybody knows. Show. You always backstory it for those first-time listeners. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm listen to the background of this. So she's she lost it all. Yeah, that's right. All right, just gotta get a drink, clear my head, rub my hand against my head, shake it off. Yeah. Oh, she's an actress. She really oh, is. I'm gonna snarl. Oh, I regret nodding in regret. She Here's would go another. on to be in Prehistoric Women, 1950. Uncredited as the old crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really the sister Carolyn who shines as uncredited. She has no credits except for this one. In which she has a credit. Okay, so now it's going to happen. Now she's going to be in front of uh, Lucky Wilder and owe money. And also, she's going to realize for the first time, May is a backstabbing skunk. Wait. I'm here because May tricked me. Molly tricked her. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yes, Molly. Yeah. Molly. You're getting these two you know what, flappers I know what you remember confused. Why? Molly's you know game. why. And there's May. Well, actually, uh, my daughter's middle name is May as well. Molly May. You're kidding! No. So wow. I named it after the two stars of uh, Gambling with Souls. I named my daughter that. This is why I believe in Jesus. Coincidences like this, they just can't be. That you would do a movie with the same name? It's too impossible. Uh, or there's limited combinations of everything. You wanted uh, to see my boobs? Yes, please. Yes, Come please in. bring them in. Sit them down. Sit them down. Oops, dropped the pencil. So now Lucky is going to play it cool. He's like, oh, so you owe me $10,300. How would you like to pay? <laughs> oh, well, let me just, yikes. <laughs> Do you accept diner card, club? You could give me a check now, or we could arrange to pick up payment tomorrow. <laughs> and she's like, I don't have that kind of money. I have. And he goes, oh, yeah. Hmm. 
I'm sorry to interrupt you. You just see in his face, he goes, hmm, you don't. I'm pretending I didn't expect you to say that. Hmm. <laughs> what a sly dog. I have a, can I, can I give you my clout.com points? No, I'm sorry. Your clout.com points are no are worthless here. <laughs> what about my Groupon? So what he's saying now is, don't worry, I'll just go get it from your husband. He's a doctor, right? And oh, she's right. like, well, uh, uh, uh. Oh, no, the shame. Oh, here comes the yeah. story again of the husband, because the husband's a story. Yep. <clears throat> she it's disgraced her husband. The husband. Right. Well, I would just say, good, tell that fucking loser I fucking got ripped off by you fuckers, right? I mean, <laughs> is oh, honey, I'm glad we were able to repay the man who put me through prostitution. <laughs> well, she hasn't yet. She hasn't oh. yet. Here comes Molly's to smooth her up. Right. What's the matter? I've lost $10,000, and you know I can't pay any such sum as that. Oh, don't worry about it. Here, take a drink. Yeah, drink and shuffles away. You always yeah. do. It's not hey. Mickey this time. You know that million-dollar tailor? He's wild about you. Why don't you let him take you out? I didn't introduce the character million-dollar tailor. Well, I uh, see there were tailors around here. I'm not far off. So he's... Yeah, right. We talked about tailors, right? Yeah. And this, I guess he does well in his business. He's a million-dollar tailor. <laughs> he tailors millions of dollars. Okay, so there's this character, and we, he's met him, and they were, he was at the lawn party and stuff, and his name is Mr. Taylor, and they call him a million dollars. So his, his name is Million his, Dollar Taylor. Oh, I got you. He's not really, his occupation is not a tailor, it's just his name is Taylor. That's right. His and first name is Taylor, or his last name Taylor? is Taylor? Hang on a sec, What's first that? name Taylor, or last name Taylor? Last name Taylor. He's Mr. Taylor. Oh, wow. Million Dollar Taylor. Million Dollar Taylor. I mean, I think he's primed for a comeback, a name like that. Million oh, Dollar Taylor? I want you to meet your date, May Miller the Killer. <laughs> <laughs> and in this corner, Million Dollar Taylor. Oh. Paying in at 200 oh. British pounds. Didn't they have the movies back in 1936? I mean, were your only choices indoor wrestling, outdoor boxing, and gambling? For yeah. entertainment? No, but I mean, there was, uh, you could go to see a Broadway type show. I mean, okay. Oh, here we go. You can see this show. Hey, oh, I'm the old timey crooner, and I'm here to croon to you. To the side of my mouth with a megaphone, I'm crooning <laughs> to you. Oh, you're crooning. Crooning to me. See, all you have to do is sit through two hours of this show until something inspired happens. She's out of here. Now she's going to have a car crash because she's so... Distraught or drunk know, again? Drugged out? Well, I guess she is drunk uh, she always seems to be but wasn't she doing morphine she has a car she's fucked up dude yup <laughs> here we are next scene I've heard that word before don't ever pin your faith on luck it's dangerous oh you just feel like that because is that the nurse is having a smoke 
Oh no, she's playing on makeup. Uh, no, this is this is Carolyn, the sister. Oh, this is your and your she, girlfriend. She's the one who's like uncredited in every role. Maybe she took her name off this movie. Don't ever put money ahead of happiness. Oh, baloney! You have money, and you've been having a swell time. She's good. She's the young. Don't make the mistakes that I did, darling. Oh, nothing. I guess I'm just upset. Well, honey, you can't upset um, me. I just want you to know, in 1930, Carolyn was on in Paramount on Parade um, huh. as Chorus Girl. <laughs> but th- those are tough jobs. I mean, that's a that's a pretty professional thing. Yeah, well, that was just the beginning role for her, that kind of extra thing. She went on in 1931 to be in Little Caesar oh. as nightclub patron. Wasn't she like uh, pizza patron number four? Yeah, she was Little Caesar Caesar. patron. Yeah, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Little Caesar Caesar. And roll him. Pizza, pizza. Oh, he's so funny on set. He's always saying pizza and then pizza. Oh, he's great. But you know what? That spear that he's holding, sometimes it hits me in the eye, and I'm like, I just want to get a slice from it. Have you ever Check stuck... this out. Check this out. All right. Success finally came to Carolyn. Okay, in 1933, when she appeared in the movie you know so well, King Kong. Oh, she favorite? <laughs> As New York theater goer. Oh, come on, Carl. This is, that's a good movie. I'm here to see a giant ape on stage because the boxing match has been canceled. <laughs> please, I, sorry. please, do not, uh, do not disturb the beast. Uh, excuse me, can you uh, adjust my tuxedo? I'm going to see a giant ape handcuffed to on stage on Broadway. Listen, mister, my name is Mr. Taylor. I'm not an actual tailor, right? <laughs> yeah. Your million dollars is no good here. I already got a million dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you're a million dollar tailor. Listen, would you have my slack? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now they're plotting, and what they're doing is they're giving Million Dollar Taylor, who finances them, a little gift, and it's her for the night. Oh, that's the gift. Yep. Because there's honor among thieves. This movie is missing, like, Charles... Charles, they need like Charles Bronson or uh, Jason Statham or Bruce Willis as, like, I'll protect you. You know, like, the, the driver... I guess that formula hadn't been. No, there was no avenging angel, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> guy to save the prostitute movies. So now the husband is like, okay, because you crashed your car, the man's going to, they want to look. Oh, it's not that scene. Excuse me. Now she's telling the good news that he's won a trip to Chicago. Not one. He's been invited to a conference where he's going to talk about his new brain surgery technique. Seriously. Oh. And she's like, oh, great. A trip away is just what I need right now. And then he goes, no, no, no. You're not coming. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, that's terrific. Are you taking a rocket there? Honey, I'm a brain surgeon, not a rocket scientist. (laughs) (laughs) That joke, yeah. Okay, but this frees her up tonight to go out with Million Dollar Taylor. So there they are having oh, a nice yeah, drink yeah, on yeah. the date. I hope you enjoyed it, this drink. I didn't roofie it. God, a lot of movies we watch, people get Mickeys in their drinks. 
Yeah, she got, you know, the thing is, she got slipped to Mickey, but it, all, it made her high. Like, she was right. happy the whole night. She, she, like, she so could wait to take her clothes it was, off. It wasn't malicious. Huh. Things are different back then. This is such a different world, Carl. You're so right. I can't imagine this <laughs> nightclub. I can't imagine uh, King Kong on stage. I can't imagine any of this shit. <laughs> What do you say? What do you say? Get to see Giant Ape, eighth wonder of the world. Oh, there's only seven wonders of the world, yeah, mister. Not, uh, not anymore. Checked out the local news. Extra, extra. Mid-afternoon yeah, extra. edition. Say, word on the street is you've got an eighth wonder. Step right <laughs> this way, pal. Yeah. Well, what's it to you, pal? You <laughs> kind of an eighth wonder lover? What are you, one of them wonder lovers? What do you talk? <laughs> oh, I just think Pico, Matu Pico is lovely. That's all. Yeah. Don't yeah. get sore now. Uh, just, uh, who doesn't marvel at a pyramid? Okay, buddy. Okay. I'm just kind of messing your chops. Yeah, no. What, you got beef, pal? <laughs> the eighth wonder of the world in this. Now. Yeah. It's, it's the real Mickey now. Million Dollar Taylor says, I'll loan you $1,000. Why don't you come by my apartment? I have lots of cash there and we'll pick it up. So she says, okay. And he gets there and no. says, here. I once had this. a friend, a broker friend, huh. to try to get me to invest in a refrigerating plant. Interesting. I wasn't interested. This is foreplay back then. <laughs> well, this isn't... In a second, it's gonna go down. So yes, this is. Oh wait, she is drugged out. There she is. Uh oh. Oh, oh boy. You know the director did that to say it's a sloppy story. Look at her, man. She's really. Yeah, she's unconscious and he's kissing her. Oh, there you go. A little trigger warning on this film. She's just like it's like some sort of morphine thing. She's just like. Oh, so she's like no. No, but it's going to be yes. She's got her husband. Oh, here's a silhouette yeah. of it. Oh, and then we get uh -oh. to see the gown get tossed. Oh, something gets dropped on the floor. Waiting for oh, the other shoe to drop. That's you. a bra. That's her bra. Hey, -o. Yep. Uh, Any hose? Any hose? Yeah, no Any hose. That's the right arm. What and else? She has Bracelet? One of those, she's a two legged girl. Here we go. <laughs> Full shoulder nakedness. Yeah, above the shoulder nakedness. Uh-oh, here comes the dress on the floor. And three, two. Boom. Ooh, panties. Yeah. You can tell from the skin marks on it. Oh, silhouette. That's their slip. Oh. She's fired? Yeah, here's your pink slip. You dropped your pink slip. Don't give me that pink slip. Here's your severance point. Uh, he's wearing his assault uh, tuxedo. Yes, he's out of it. By laying prone, that implies a missionary. She oh, just, she just had sex. Yeah. E. Unconsensual. Well, she knew what was happening. I guess. Now, look, this no. is a good day for her. Good day for her because she comes down to get $1,000 at a debt. That's great. Only nine thousand. Can you imagine if that $10,000 was 1936 money? That would just yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. $10,000 now. now. Uh, $1,000 in 1966 is $10,000 today. So. Wow. $100 million. Well, no, because it didn't. It wasn't until 1970 that the 
inflation flu. Yeah. It should be used to see. This movie cost a nickel back then to watch and to make. Not to watch, to make. (laughs) Yeah. So now he's saying, um, you know, just like you said, okay, uh, that's a thousand dollars. You still owe me nine. And she's like, I don't have it. So he goes, look, million dollar Taylor's a good friend of mine. I know what you did last night. We can easily tell your husband that you cheated. Oh no, not the husband. The movie spot's coming back again. This poor husband spurned. Look at Molly. Molly, she's just smoking. You're going to take orders from Molly now. Look at, she realizes Molly's the one who tricked her. She set it up. I was a lure, a bait, a chip. You're right. That's what happens right now. Oh, oh, I was chum. I was bait. I was a wiggling worm on a hook. I was another. And of the sort. I was meant to purchase talking to the husband. I wanted to tell you. I hated those phone calls. I couldn't see you hurt. I was afraid it would ruin your career. Dr. Horror. Dr. Husband of a Hooker. You see her uh, acting. You can tell why she went on to prehistoric women. (laughs) Is his name Dr. Frank? And people would introduce him, Carl, as Dr. Frankenhooker. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Frankenhooker. Now, Carolyn was a great star. She went on to do a movie in 1940, Stardust, as Autograph Seeker. <laughs> you just... <laughs> autograph. Do I get a line? No, no line. No, no, no. Uh, I, believe... I can't say, would you please give me your autograph? No, it's implied. It's implied. Got your book. It's implied. Yeah, all right. And Action. I said action. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, I'm waiting for the star to give me uh, for me to ask for my autograph. No, you ask him for the autograph. Okay, now check it out. Now All check right. it out. We are no longer in a nice swanky club. No, this is like we're a... in a crappy place, and Carolyn is kind of slumming it. Oh, Carolyn, the sister. The sister. Is she dancing. Well, no. She's just totally, without explanation, out with a bunch of scumbag people. Huh. There she is. Hey! Come on. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Let me back up. Let me back up. There's our hero, May, as a call girl. And she's out with some guy who's like a scumbag in a scumbag club. And she's going to bump into Carolyn. And she's going to say, sis, how can you do this? Right. Okay, here we go. Okay, so this is a weird thing. This undescri- Listen to the sound. I'm be a fan dancer out there in Florida. Show. I'm a fan dancer fan, you know. Oh, really? It's like George Bush. Young. Yes, don't do that. I had measles when I was three years old. Careful. <laughs> what? Yeah, it sounds like uh, George W. and his wife, Laura. This is a hooker, and she's trying to hook, and this guy.
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I 